0: Nothing but a full preview of UT Martin for the next 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk Tennessee. Yeah, On to the you. next, man. On to the <laughs> next. <laughs> On to the next one. It's exactly – I think Jay-Z said that. He's Jacob mm-hmm. Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Like, share, and subscribe. And our weekly visit with Jacob is brought to you by Bassi guard Man alive is worth the drop. I'll tell you more about them. And we've, we've had some – We've already had some doozies. Great win against Pitt on the road. The monumental mm-hmm. win against Florida, but none bigger than this. Jacob Warren, I'll just start it wide open. How does it feel the day after to beat Alabama? Not only that, but the fashion you did with all the history, mm-hmm. what are the emotions like? Man, it it's great, man. it's awesome
1: because um, you know, this is something that I think the Florida game was was similar in the way that you know, I think we had talked about how, you know, that's history, right? Like we, we, we changed history. We hopefully changed the course of the program and and that game. Right. And now, you know, like this game, just being on social media, seeing all of the, the stats or whatever it may be of how long it's been. And, you know, the last time that Tennessee beat did this or put up this many points on that team or whatever it may be. And, um, it's just been awesome to see and kind of just, it makes me smile every time I'm on, on Twitter or something. And I see the, the video of the crowd rushing the field and, and just thinking back to, you know, where I was and, and how I felt in that moment. And um, yeah, it's just, it's awesome, dude. I, I'm super excited that, that we were able to do it. And, you know, it's not like we didn't expect to, I think a lot of people didn't expect us to, but a lot of people did believe that we were going to be able to go in there and, and do that. So it's um, it's great to, to make it happen.
0: Well, it was phenomenal, and the fans charged the field. It is one of those once-every-generation type of games. I I would equate it to the 1998 uh, Florida game in which fans charged the field. It it had that feel afterwards, and I'm I'm sure you'll never forget that. Uh, There were a couple of times that I thought that maybe the game, even though you guys outplayed them, might Mm -hmm. slip away from you, obviously, the fumble return for a touchdown that Alabama had on the Hendon hooker Jabari small exchange. I was like, Oh no, that's, that's not good. Yeah. And then they have an opportunity to kick a game winning field goal. There would have been some time left, but at, at any point, oh, I, I think I kind of know your answer. You, you you're an optimist and a realist about this team and, and the fact that you're going to you win and the doubts are gone, mm-hmm. but can you can you describe what's going through your mind at those particular times when it looked like it it might slip away
1: Yeah I think um I was thinking about this earlier just the fact that you know even last year you know years passed with with this program with with my team in particular and the teams I've been on here I think that at that moment right whenever you 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 I you turn around I I was on the field right and I'm trying to go block and I turn around after I hear the crowd and and I see what had happened um in years past, that would have like defeated us. That would have truly deflated our team. That would have would have been like, man, like, ah, dang it. Like it happened again, right? Um but like that's that's not how it was at all, right? We all are on the sidelines and understand that it was a mistake and understand that, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot and that um, you know, all we can do is, is trust the defense and, and go out there and when it's our opportunity, go just go make plays. And so I think that's one thing I appreciate about this team is that, you know, like <clears throat> whatever is going to happen is going to happen and there's not much that we can, we can do. I mean, obviously we control what we're able to do, but um, just circumstances happen. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 guess I don't think that there's, there's doubt. I think you sit there and you're like, okay, maybe we, you know, what are we gonna have to do to win this game? You know, it seems kind of out, out of reach, but um, I mean, it was the perfect story it lined up perfectly. You know, they go down and, and, you know, the defense gets, you know, defense holds them, stops them and, and they have to kick the field goal. And um, I don't know. We just, I guess you could say we lucked out, but.
0: Um, I don't think you lucked out. I thought right. you won. I, I thought you guys won the line of scrimmage throughout the game on both sides of the ball. No, I don't think it was like, I thought they would have lucked out. Had that exchange turned into something. Yeah. I, I, I no. I thought, I mean, I thought you guys were the better team uh, during that game clearly. And, I'm curious that did anybody step up at that moment or say something or did did everybody just put their heads down and say, let's, let's keep, let's keep rolling here. One mistake does not define a game. Yeah.
1: It's, it's um, you kind of have to balance the line. Right. And, and, and um, (laughs) there's the side of it that's, you know, going to, you know, say right Hendon, right. Say, I don't even know whose fault it was. Right. No one's fault in the, in the exchange, but, Like, going to Hendon and telling him, hey, man, like, it's all good. Like, keep it up. Like, whatever. Keep Like, Hendon doesn't need to hear that. You know what I mean? Hendon needs to hear, hey, bro, like, come on, let's go. We're going to go back out there and do it. And we're going to go out there and do it the right way. And, And so just kind of understanding, you know, who you're talking to, I guess. But also, you know, as you walk up and down the sideline trying to get you know if while wow, the defense is on the field trying to get our o-line you know hyped up or like yo guys like come on like we're about to go do this like keep it up keep your foot on the gas telling the running backs like keep running the ball hard man like we're going to continue to clear up holes and it's just up to y'all to, to hold on to the ball and go hit go hit it and obviously the wide receivers had a, had a big day Jalen had a big day so so just making sure that they're still locked in and they're ready to rock and roll so um I don't know. I don't think it's much like you don't have to do a whole lot of talking, but just kind of, a, you know, everybody get on the same page. Just communicate the fact that, you know, we're all still in it and we all still still believe in each other.
0: When I talked to you after the Florida game, I thought to myself, this hasn't settled in yet. with yeah. Jacob. And I brought that up and you said maybe it hasn't. And, and mm-hmm. maybe I was a bit enlightening uh, for a change. But it feels like this one has set in that, but because of maybe what you have done in the past, that this one yeah. isn't as as startling as I don't want to use the word shocking, but uh, it, it it seems like you guys or you right now are just taking this in stride. This was a big win, but it was a win you expected.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Like, like we tell people all week, like we're going to win the game. Like we, we have full confidence in ourselves that, that we can go out and we can execute and we can, we can put up a lot of points and we can, we can win any game that we play. So, you know, this one was special just because man, like, I don't know. I don't want to say we were due right, but there's been so many times with that team that, you know, it's either been out of hand or there's been one point, like I said, in the game where, where we chose to not finish, we chose to not fight back. and, and, like everyone knowing that we're beyond that point maturity wise as a team it it was exciting because we know all right we're gonna hit that point we're gonna get there and then we're gonna be able to push through and we're gonna be able to go finish this game and win which which is what we should have been you know or had the opportunity to do i guess in the past in many different games but um yeah no i think it's hard not to kind of let it set in i stood on the field for you know 30 40 minutes after the game just you know taking pictures with, with people that were saying that it was the best day of their lives. I'm like, the best day of your life? What? Okay. All right. Um, maybe like your wedding or something or your kids being born. No, it's the <laughs> best day of my life. I was like, all right, dude, cool. Me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> so, man, it was awesome just kind of being embraced by by everybody, by the city, by the fans, uh, the student section coming on. I saw a lot of my friends on the field and, um, yeah, man, just a lot of time just celebrating it and, and being happy about it.
0: What was the key? Because Will Anderson was the defensive end slash linebacker, edge rusher, whatever you want to call him. He mm-hmm. was on my Heisman ballot number three last year when I sent it in, and I actually wanted to put him a little bit higher. But it, what was the key to limiting him to three tackles? Was there was there a game plan that revolved around him, or did, did he just get outplayed?
1: Um. You know, we'll have to watch the film. I haven't I haven't seen all of the film yet and so I don't really know exactly what it was. I don't know if it was just us just handling him well or or him, you know, not playing as fast as he normally does or what, but um you know, I don't think that you necessarily run the you don't run the ball away from anybody, right? You know, you're not sitting there like, Oh, he's over there, let's run it left. Like that's not really how how you operate in, a, in the college sense, right? In high school, you might do that. You have a big recruit or something. You want to run the ball away from him, but in college, you just you just run your plays and you just trust your guys to go go get it done. And and I guess that's that's all we did last night. You know, there was a couple of times where I'm I'm blocking him, and you know he's a Heisman candidate, right? He's, he's a good player, right? And he's strong, he's physical, he's fast. But um, other than that, I don't know. Um, you know, we'll have to watch the film, like I said, to see to see exactly what happened. But
0: but know, going in, there was no special sort of package where you had to uh, make sure that he was doubly accounted for in in any shape, form, or fashion?
1: Um, I'm sure just naturally by, you know, maybe the calls that the O-line makes, you know what I'm saying, whether it's some kind of zone scheme or something, and you say, hey, make sure that you, you know, double team him, wherever he's at, make sure we are in a combo with him. And, you know, that might have been the case, but that's conversations for the O-line room. You know what I mean? Nothing that I'm necessarily too concerned myself with.
0: Fair point. Um did you know you shook the earth? That it actually ranked—I'm not kidding—that it ranked that <laughs> the game ranked on the seismograph, on the Richter scale. Are you aware of that? I'm not aware of that. That's pretty dope, though. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Twice, uh, yeah. actually uh, the the miss kick by uh, the miss kick by Alabama, and then when when you guys actually made it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it ranked on the seismograph.
1: Man that's crazy
0: <laughs> that's crazy and the whole time that that they're you know
1: that that place was was wild all night but the whole time when the crowd would get really live really loud and they would put the um uh what you call it the the sound dude the decibels i, I know the word the decibels up there right and there's like they had the kneeling record up there and it was like 118 or something like that and we they were pushing 116 114 113 and it was just I don't know, man. It, it, it was electric just the way that that they feed that stadium and they feed the field. And, and we truly kind of, you know, play off of them and, and they help us out a lot. You know, there's a lot of times where, you know, their their offense was, you know, get delayed games or false starts or can't communicate, have to call timeouts. And, and that's truly just a testament to to the to the fans and the people in the stadium.
0: The Vol Report brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive, whether it's industrial mowers, or commercial mowers, or residential mowers. They've got you covered at Vassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It is worth the drive. And uh, with Vassie uh, Lawn and Garden, they've got the hedgers, trimmers, everything you need. Toro, count on it. Jacob, um, I, I was really impressed with the, the, the Princeton FANT package. At first, mm-hmm. when they talked about him possibly moving into the back, I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But um, what, do you, what do you make of that and the ability to kind of adjust during the season and get him involved in that? Or did that come before the season?
1: Yeah, Princeton is a guy that has kind of bounced around all over the place, and he Came, in, came into college, I think, as a wide receiver. He played quarterback in high school a little bit. Came in as a wide receiver, you know, got moved to running back, to linebacker, to tight end, back to linebacker, back to running back. So he's been all over the place. And so um, he's one of those guys that is, is super athletic and is super physically gifted. So he can do a lot of different things, right? He's fast enough to play wide receiver. He's big enough to play tight end. And and he's you know agile enough, I guess, to play running back. And so, um, just the versatility with him being able to do stuff like that, like we did on the goal line when he when they give him hand him the little fullback dive, and um, you know he's able to to make a jump cut and then stiff arm a guy and then run through a dude on the on the goal line. And that's like that's not something you know a fullback should be able to do, right? But yeah. um, no, man, he he he's adopted that role of just kind of being being that guy that can that can do it all so very happy for him and obviously he makes that big two-point conversion as well on a little shovel pass and um yeah just stuff like that it gets me super excited because i love i love seeing him be successful
0: is that something we could see out of jacob at some point
1: maybe we'll see he got the call that time he was on the field when we ran ran that one definitely not fullback but
0: maybe a little shovel pass here and there okay all right all right uh, that's that's what i want to see uh, do you go into a game knowing that player X is 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 going to have a big game, whoever that is? And I'm Mm-mm. you di- okay because I'm referring oh. to Jaylen Hyatt, who I've told you yeah. before. I'm just really fond of um, right. how open he's been at press conferences about how he wasn't mature enough last year, and now things mm-hmm. are happening for him. Did you go into the game thinking that he had? more than his fair share of opportunities because five touchdowns is pretty good
1: oh my gosh so we're we're sitting there and the stats come up it's probably third quarter and it says five receptions 194 yards and four touchdowns and you're just like how that stat line is just ridiculous right and so you just you're thinking i'm thinking back to the plays and and the plays that he scores on are just our base plays right this is just plays that we it wasn't like you know we're trying to you know take special shots or do anything like that that you know we're not running a lot of double moves i think maybe one of them might have been like a little out and up you know what i mean whatever but this is just him just going out and and just truly just beating people right and just running right by people and him and putting the ball up in the air right where it needs to be and and the o-line protecting it enough for him to get the ball out it it all just kind of came you know came together and it, it is it is weird it seems like whenever one person it seems like one person is making all of the plays but um yeah, you can never predict it, right? You never, you never really know who it's going to be, and sometimes it's, you know, a bunch of different guys. And tonight or last night, I guess it it was Jalen that that, you know, <laughs> made all those big ones. And obviously, you know, can't forget about Ramel and, and and Brew and them having good games and catching the catching balls across the middle on digs all night. You know, what I mean, running across the middle, jumping up, catching balls, putting their body in the line. So, um, yeah, it was huge. Obviously, yeah, happy for Jalen too, man. I think it's awesome.
0: Hit that like, subscribe, and share button to be a part of our Tennessee and SEC coverage on Off the Hook Sports. The all Report brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. So, I'm I'm assuming that uh, you you shared a little bit of time with Peyton Manning, who was there. That were you able to? Have you met him before? Did you meet him? Or I, I've
1: always I've always been around him, and I've never. I don't know. I never I didn't even see him last night. I know I figured he was probably in there. I saw Al Wilson. Me and Al Wilson usually chat, you know, a little bit every once in a while whenever he's in town and, and he always has has nice things to say. But um yeah, for some reason I just have never, you know, shook his hand, introduced myself. I don't know why. I've I've been in the same room with him and and uh, it seems like everybody's always all over him, so I kind of just stay back and figure maybe there'll be a time when I'm walking around the facilities and I'll just run into them and I'll be able to <laughs> introduce myself there. So, um, I don't know, but yeah, I think I, it's awesome that he, I don't know that he was there and he's able to experience that locker room and stuff with us.
0: So maybe he can get you on the Manning cast.
1: Yeah, it'd be dope. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's go the Al Wilson direction then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an all time fan favorite. What are yeah. the conversations like with him?
1: Yeah, Al's super real. Al's very um very intense, very <clears throat> excited and very proud uh proud of of us, of, of um the university, of of the, the individual players, of the team as a whole. And um the first time I met Al, you know, I went up to him and I introduced myself to him. He said, Dude, I know who you are. Like, <laughs> like obviously I know who you are, whatever. Like you you're doing a great job. This is last season. He said, You're doing a great job, man. Keep it up. I love I love the way you play. And um, man just like super encouraging because you know you get a guy like that who you know hall of fame all time all time dude right when you're know, one of the one of the legends of, of this program and um, for him to come back and just just be so invested in us it is really cool and then you know last night it, um, I think it was warm-ups or something I just hear my name called from from behind me you know I'm not really paying attention but he he had said something I turned around I saw it was him and and you know he embraced me you know gave me a hug and just said like man like again just super encouraging just he's like i love the way that you lead these guys i can tell just by the way you act and the way you walk and and carry yourself and um hearing it from him you know not that he you know is whatever but just hearing it from somebody on the outside that that understands the game and understands how things work and um super reassuring for me that just kind of that i'm doing doing the right things i guess and um so yeah i appreciate al for sure
0: so the Florida game, you kicked it with Theo Vaughn, and this game, <laughs> yeah. you kicked it with Al Wilson. So both yeah. call and they say, "Hey, I got Friday night open. You want to hang out? Who you hanging out with?"
1: I'll bring both of them because we have a great time. I promise you, all of <laughs> all of us. I'm like, "Yo, can I bring my boy Theo?" He's like, "Yeah, for sure, bring him along." <laughs> so. but, but if you had to choose, um. I gotta take Al. I, I could pick. I could pick Al's brain a little bit more and, and, and kind of get a lot of information out of him. I think. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard.
0: Okay, so Hendon uh, Hooker, you and I talked about this. The goal always to get to was to get to Atlanta, but I, yeah. that, that was the first time I believe, other than our conversation, that it was said publicly, um, at mm-hmm. least to my knowledge. And he said that was the goal to get to Atlanta. Well, I hate. I hate to tell you, but. It might be time to reset some goals, Right. because uh, you know the college football playoff selection is uh, the first one is coming out shortly. Um, I do, do you reset the goals, or do you just think let's let's get to Atlanta and see what happens?
1: Um, at this point, you get to Atlanta, you get everything else that you want, right? Um, so I think. I don't know, I don't I don't think you necessarily try to think too far into it. I think you kind of just take it day by day. Again, I think like, this is a very the very immediate answer, but it's true. Like I think um you know, you you win six games and you've got the the, the back half of the season to look at and and you know, you got good teams on on the on the schedule that that you got to play and you know, you got to go out there and handle business, but I think the goal still is Atlanta, right? Like I said if if we're in Atlanta, that means that we've done that what we need to do to um to get there and I think I don't know. College football playoff obviously is is um is the goal, right? That's that's everyone wants to be there. But I think you take care of the business and you take care of the goals that we have to get to Atlanta. I think that, you know, those will kind of work themselves out as well.
0: Uh, Hinden said he didn't smoke a cigar cuz he doesn't smoke cigars. Did you smoke a cigar? Uh yeah, I did. <laughs> On the field with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> How many cigars have you smoked in your life?
1: That was probably the fourth cigar I've smoked in my life.
0: Good, bad, take it, leave it. Thoughts?
1: They're cool. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 hard after a while. I probably smoked like I don't I don't I don't know how much that is an inch maybe. And I was like, yeah, I'm good on that. It's enough. It was more for the experience and the pictures, but it was cool. I enjoyed Get it. it.
0: And they're kind of hard on on your voice too. If if you decide yeah. to go into broadcasting, I will go ahead and tell you they can they can Stay be away. They can be tough <laughs> on your throat. Right. Well, Jacob, uh, as as I've uh, continued to say, uh, congratulations again. Uh, very Thank happy you. for you on a personal level, but um, I I think that uh, you're going to see in years to come how this game will be remembered, and mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be a part of a team that. I think will be a part of Tennessee folklore for a long, long time. So uh, kudos to that, and uh, go get ready for UT, Mark.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I really do.
0: He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden, the Vol Report. Like, share, and subscribe. We visit with Jacob and Tennessee every week. Like, share, and subscribe. Bassey Lawn and Garden, And alive. It's worth the drive.